Look, I threatened I threatened this um, song last episode, and that you just heard, Restless Heart by <laughs> You're welcome. I think, yeah, you are welcome, mind you. Just to give you a little taste of, because um, I only showed, only played a snippet, but his, his words, wordsmanship. Some, <laughs> some of the lyrics. Real songstress. Um, <laughs> shout it from the highest steeple. Let it out to all the people. Play it on the loudest speaker. <laughs> Burning like the highest fever. <laughs> you hit the right spot. Boom, into the chorus. So not only catchy, but profound. <laughs> and they can it's write. Like, I thought you were quoting the Dalai Lama there for a minute, mate. <laughs> no, I think that might have been a Bible. <laughs> uh, we're back after a little bit of a, a couple of weeks off. With the Stallone sci-fi... Don't say classic. ...film. <laughs> uh, Demolition Man. Sci-fi Endeavour, perhaps. <laughs> it's real Endeavour. Sci-fi <laughs> Endeavour. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stallone's Demolition Man. We're going to hold back our um, recently seen. So, without further ado, here's the trailer to Demolition Man. the end of a century, ravaged by violence, a society of perfect order will arise. Criminals will be frozen and reprogrammed in cryogenic prisons. The prisoners are ice cubes. Their criminal instincts are being reprogrammed as they sleep. Aggression and deviant behavior will be totally eliminated. He's a criminal the likes of which you have never seen. In a bad time, he was the worst. I'm gonna love running this place. But in the year 2032... This morning, Simon Phoenix escaped from this cryo facility. We are, quite frankly, not equipped to deal with the situation. Amidst a world of peace and calm... We're police officers. We're not trained for this kind of violence. The fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended back in the 20th. In the end, it took just one man, John Spartan. You mean the demolition man? The conditions of your parole are full reinstatement into the SAPD and immediate assignment to the apprehension of Simon Phoenix. Two mortal enemies. Just dropped in to say hi! From another time. Pass is over, John! Time for something new and improved! Oh, hell. on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them. Sylvester Stallone. Wesley Snipes. Demolition Man. three's Demolition Man. Directed by Marco Brambilla. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> That's usually followed quickly with who? <laughs> he directed excess baggage. I think it's an Alicia Silverstone vehicle. Holy shit, yeah, it is. Uh, now there's a we, there's a phrase I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> she should have never had a vehicle. With, with um with Benicio del Toro playing a love interest. Oh, shit. That all adds up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good-looking rooster. Uh, that does not add up. <laughs> um, His head looks like an onion. 
<laughs> a hairy onion. <laughs> it's produced by Joel Silver, Thrill Me Podcast uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah, the Godfather. And Michael Levy, who produced Tomb Raider and K-Pax. All right, he can get back in his box. <laughs> it's written by Peter M. Lenkov, who wrote R.I.P.D. <laughs> Strike <Yes>. One. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Rainu, who uh, also wrote Action Jackson. Strike two. <laughs> I wouldn't go with favourite. <laughs> I, did, I did love I that. I mean, if you're looking for a script writer who can, who can bring in um, testicles in a jar, Robert's your man. And Daniel Waters, who wrote Heathers and Hudson Hawk. Strike oh. three. Get the fuck out There's of There's not much quality there, is there? Fucking Lankov was a long time between drinks, though, for fucking... Oh, Mr. no, he would have had other shit in there, I think, but um, most of it was... Was that his best movie? <laughs> you were picking out the If that was his best credit, he's in deep shit. Star <laughs> um, Sylvester Stallone as John Spartan, Wesley Snipes as Simon Phoenix, and Sandra Bullock as Lenina Huxley. Budgeted a hefty $57 million, made $158 million worldwide. Winning. Bit of trivia, Fred Decker did uncredited rewrites on the script. Yeah, he did. Surprising. Don't don't forget that uh, Dennis Leary's in this as Dennis Leary. <laughs> That's right. It's important. Uh, Dennis Leary is in this. Yes. Um, he basically quotes the whole. He basically to, uh, quotes asshole. Yeah. Okay. Gibbo. Oh, you're gonna make me go first. I want, I want you to go first, mate. Hmm. Thoughts. Score out of five. Do we do we need to give a quick synopsis as to what this is about? Almost people know what this is. Do, is it about anything? Look, oh, it's I about everything. Have... It's about <laughs> <laughs> I can have a crack at the synopsis, but I'd probably get confused. No, I want to hear this. Go. <laughs> Give us a synopsis, uh, Addy. Uh, John Spartan in 1997, I think, wasn't it? 96. 96. Yeah. Shot in 93. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he arrests um, criminal Simon Phoenix, but in the process accidentally kills some hostages. No, he's framed. Framed for killing some hostages, and they are both cryogenically frozen. And then in 2025, I think, isn't it? 2036. Right, okay. Did you watch the movie? <laughs> I missed the slug lights. <laughs> they are both... 2032. Something like that. It's 20-something or other. Fuck. I couldn't remember. I it's 37 it years later. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was 2030-something. Phoenix is released um, and begins to into a, into a world where crime is no longer... Uh, he starts fucking everything up, and Spartan is then thought out to chase after him. Go. So it's basically Encino Man. <laughs> uh, Without Paulie Shaw. Thank fuck for that. Yeah, right, so... Give it. This movie. This is one of the ones, um, as I was talking to you guys about earlier, as a stallone file, uh, big fan of Stallone, um, but this is one of the ones, even when I was a kid, I sort of... This one never really resonated with me. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, and it's obviously got some cool shit in it, but it's got some fucking dumb shit in it. <laughs> so watching it again, like, I haven't seen this for probably 20 years, I guess. Yeah. Like, a long time. So watching it again, I was like, oh, I wonder if it's any different. It's exactly as I remember it. There's little bits and pieces that I'd sort of blacked out. Mm. But it's basically the exact same movie. It's completely fucking stupid. Lots of shit blows up. Uh, you get to see Sloane's dick. <laughs> um, no, I think you just see scrotum, but that hasn't been <laughs> fully confirmed. Hasn't been confirmed. We just got the Blu-ray. <laughs> no, there's some. There's definitely the tackle. The rod's there. Yeah. Is this when he's um in in, in yeah when he goes into the so cryo? Did you look at this closely? No, no, I didn't have to. It was it was there. 
I thought it was Kevin Bacon for a minute. But it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not Kevin he's, Bacon. His cryogenicity frozen thing would have been like this. Would it like a popsicle stick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cock would have been stuck out there. Okay, uh, so what are you? What are you? Because you sound very unenthused. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I was unenthused, but I was also fine with it. It's not. It's not good. It's not a good movie. Um, there's nothing good about it, but it does have some cool shit, and they nail some of the future ideas. Like they really accidentally, like they've they've Simpsoned it a little bit, where they've yeah. just called shit yeah. completely out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And there's obviously some cool stuff in it too, but um, it's probably like right in the middle. I'll probably give it like a three, maybe a three. Feels that that feels high. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so committed to that three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've got to mulligan up the sleeve. We've already used it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've mulliganed fucking twice. Uh, in one podcast. You need to mulligan twice in a podcast. <laughs> okay, uh, Jared. Yeah, I actually... Um, I was right there on a three. Gibbo pretty much nailed it. Like, this for me was one of the... Uh, one of the on TV every three to six month specials when I was a young lad. So I saw this a heap of times in my sort of early teens, but I hadn't watched it in a while. So I was really looking forward to it because I used to really, really like it. It was funny because a lot of it just didn't hold up at all, but I still really enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah. Um, some of the ideas were, were just poop and some, <laughs> some of the acting was like Wesley Snipes is just really up and down there's a, there's a couple of moments that he nails and then there's other parts where it's just awful as an actor he's good at karate <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah I still I still enjoyed it overall Gibbo nailed it pretty much there's, there's a there's some really stupid stuff but it was still fun hmm. so three out of five for me yeah I'm roughly in that no, I went for two and a half. I think it's 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 fifty fifty. It's a slight recommend for me. I'd say go and check it out because, but for me, the comedy actually works better for me. Mm. The action's where the problems are. I mean, it's just so generic. A lot of that action stuff. I like actually, interestingly enough, it's one of Stallone's better performances for me because he's really relaxed. When when there's comedy involved, Stallone's actually kind of good. He, hang on, mm. hang on. Have you seen Rhinestone? Okay, I haven't seen Rhinestone. <laughs> I have said that. Okay, I've slightly. I've totally debunked you the whole theory. I'm slightly off the track a little bit, but he seems more relaxed. It's like yeah, it reminds me of his performance in Tango and Cash. Yeah, it's action with a touch of comedy. He can do that, and he can when it goes into full blown comedy. No, sorry, Sylvester, stop. But we will shoot. But. When he's in that, that sort of action with a little bit of comedy, he, he feels he, there's a real relaxed vibe to him, and I, I actually found him really good. Snipes, not so much. No. Um, there are bits of him that, you're right, don't work. But I actually think Sandra Bullock is Sandra the Bullock's best really good. part of the movie. Mm. Yeah. This is the first time really I've ever na- found her attractive, I know that. She really nails the, the innocent yeah. who sort of wants to get into the action. Yeah. Um, and, and a I couple of the lines, a couple of the lines... <coughs> That they get her to say, as in messing up things that would have been it's said. Good, it's yeah. like they're actually kind of funny. We're yeah. really going to blow him. Yeah, yeah. away, <laughs> blow him away, blow him away. <laughs> you met his meat. You really licked his ass. Met his match and kicked his ass. <laughs> Look, I'm going to kick off the likes with. 
<laughs> it gets off to a super cheesy start. With it just immediately starts flashing 1990s when we see Wesley Snipes blonde hair, black and white striped pants, mm. leather jacket. I think it might have an eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just thinking he looks like he should be working out for Colour Me Bad yeah. or something. Yeah, like I was that. thinking Chris Cross. So we're on the same level. Colour Me Bad. <laughs> Wow. He was right. Immediately it was cheesy as all fuck. But I kind of got a kick out of it. I kind of got a bit of a laugh out of that. Mm. And the opening sequence, the massive explosion, that is just, it is fucking ginormous. I mean, they just destroy an entire fucking building. I had the same uh, same like that it gets (laughs) off to a flyer. But can I tell you what I liked about it was that there was a little bit of tongue-in-cheek and that it was sufficiently over the top. In in the space of 30 seconds, slide jumps out of helicopter, slides down an elevator shaft, bursts through a window. Ten seconds after that, he's put someone else's head through the window and thrown them down the stairs. And I'm just thinking, shit, they've just laid it all on the table there, haven't they? But wait, you missed the best part. What was that? When slide jumps out of the helicopter and yells, FOOD yes, While right. shooting his handgun sliding down a rope. Yes. Yeah, there's no stealth well, in this operation. I'm questioning the rubbish. Yeah, we're sneaking up on him. Was that? Oh, Spartans <laughs> fucked it up again. <laughs> yeah, someone said we're sneaking up now, mate. Spartans already gone. Oh, fuck. All right, Johnny, we're going to go in quiet this time, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? That was a fucking bungee cord. Mm. Now, what I love is he manages to get to ground without sort of coming back up and disengages. No, no, because what he does, he waits till he gets right to the bottom, then he disengages it, and then he's just at the ground level. He's yeah. perfectly judged. Not buying into it. Uh, Adam, you just don't know how to do it. So I go, breaks his leg and shit. You know. But yeah, look, sufficiently cheesy and basically sets the tone. Yeah. There's nothing that in it that was trying to be too sort of... Fancy. It was just basically saying this is a 90s action flick. You know, this is what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, it's a 90s Stallone action flick, so you know really what you're going to get. Yeah. A lot of side talking. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of side talking. <laughs> <laughs> such a dummy looking bloke. You hit the nail on the head about the, some of the ideas. Mm. Yeah. They picked a few. I really like the idea of the cryogenically frozen frozen prisoners. I think that's a yeah. really great idea. I well, could the see less of Sylvester Stallone's balls. So. Yeah. Well, but it's like another movie idea. where we get we just get to see him, his bare ass strutting around. <laughs> like we've got it in the Rocky movies. We had it. What was the specialist? Demolition oh, the specialist Man. sex scene like with Sharon his... Stone is the cringiest sex scene ever <laughs> shot with. Like, <laughs> he just made, he, he's, he's got to make sure we get a look at like the wall. Like <laughs> I just want to fuck that wall, and you're in the way, Sharon. <laughs> so creepy. He picks her up. Anytime he kisses another human, so it's just wrong. Yeah. His stupid lips just start like smooshing all over their face. <laughs> but um, the premise itself is is kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. That you're taking these people from a different time and. Dropping them in, fish out of water, good guy, bad guy. Yeah. Pretty simple, but good idea for for this type of movie. And I think they do a reasonable job sort of selling the cryogenic prison too, you know, selling it to you that, yeah, look, I know this is a sci-fi flick, but it's got to have some grounding. You've got to, mm. you've got to, or you just, you know, you get into Star Wars territory, you know, you're yeah. actually, and what they do here is they at least sell you the idea reasonably well that, you know, how they would do it and all that sort of shit seems fairly sort of legit, I guess. Yep. So I like that. I, I kind of like that sort of stuff. 
they were the ideas that worked for me, mm. you know. And it, again, it, it continues to get us to the point of 2032 or whatever within a pretty short space of time. They don't yeah. fuck around too much. Yeah. Which I thought was good. There is some... No, no, we'll get to that later. Never mind. We, with, the, with regards to the future stuff, like all the Taco Bell shit. Yeah. Like all that, it's just... It's clearly all tongue-in-cheek, but it's just... It could happen, that sort yeah. of shit, you know? Like, it fucking won't be Taco Bell, because that's dog shit, but... <laughs> like, Pizza Hut in other areas. In the future, though, it could end up being just, you know, every single restaurant is a fucking owned by Walmart or yeah. all owned by McDonald's, you know what I mean? Like, that's not out of the realms of possibility. No, no, no it's not. I mean, you look at um, uh, supermarkets in Canberra. There's only um, three different types, basically. Mm. Your Ma and Pa, your IGAs and that, they're, yeah. they're just dying off. Yeah, yeah. Coles, Woolies and Aldi, and that's it. Um, but um, hardware stores, Bunnings has just wiped the market completely out. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they, Thanks they for nailed Masters. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they nailed things out. like that, but then, you know, the President Arnie gag. Yeah. That wasn't too fucking far from the truth, yeah. you know? Well, we ended up with Arnie in a position of, you know, power, political power, and then now we actually do have a fucking celebrity as the President of the United States. Who and they no passed a bill. You know? But they also passed a bill, though, because of the Arnold th- uh, thing um, about the, him being in office, and then they talked about whether or not they should make it so someone could be President. Yeah, they mentioned it in the, yeah, in the yeah. film. So it's very much on the money, somewhat. In, in I don't know if it's way. a good thing, though, because, yeah, now we have Donald as the President. No, but it was a... Um, yeah, it was interesting that they went for a gag like that, and it kind of came true right. it's usually like all the way through this I was thinking of the Simpsons one how the Simpsons fucking picked Donald Trump being president yeah and I was just like how the fuck how random is that and then these guys were just yeah. a few things that are really now. yeah I think the cast is actually pretty solid hmm. I, I mentioned before that this is one of Stallone's better performances because he seems more relaxed Snipes is probably the weakest link but there are times when he is actually pretty good hmm. and he's the rest of the cast is good solid Actors, you know, guys mm. like Benjamin Bratt, Dennis Leary, Nigel Hawthorne, or the English guy. Yeah. They're all really good. They're, they're good, solid actors that you know you're going to get what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, Rob Schneider. Super uh, cameo. Take it or leave it. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> you just know how to use the three seashells? Um, I actually, uh, I think... <laughs> Benjamin Bratt and Bullock were quite good together. Yes. Because they had this sort of... This sort of giddiness over... Um, and this, like, childlike enthusiasm for fucking Sly's brand of playing by his own rules. Yeah. When they hadn't, you know... Uh, they, were, they were portraying it as they hadn't seen this stuff before. And it was it was kind of kind of funny to yeah, watch. it was. It was. And, and I think those two actually work really well together. Mm. It's unfortunate that he's not in it that much. Yeah, he kind of just fades out. He kind of gets pushed to the back. Yeah. When I mentioned that the humour is it's is its most its best point, there's a couple of really funny lines in there, <clears throat> and the way Stallone plays it a couple of times, you know the 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 thing that spits out that you are you have um, been fired yeah. for yeah, using the toilet paper. Yeah. And he goes he goes to that bloke goes um so everyone's got an, an implant in him and he goes look at what you're scratching at. You didn't think we'd let you out without doing it to you. And he goes, why don't you just shove a leash up my ass? <laughs> <laughs> You've been fired five credits. <laughs> uh, yeah, I the, think some the of those paper are great. Is, the toilet paper bit is one of the best, you know, when he's, he does that. He doesn't. They're, they're laughing about the three seashells and he rolls over to it and goes, you fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> you know, like just gets the water of credits. Yeah. I'll be back. I do love, I also love the bit where it turns out Phoenix has got all these 
he's been implanted with all these this knowledge. Yeah. And Stallone's like, I'm a seamstress. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Phoenix comes out of prison. He's, he knows everything about explosives and weapons. I come out and I'm Betsy fucking Ross. <laughs> it, it does raise some questions about how good their uh, their criminal like uh, rehabilitation program is because obviously Phoenix's was worked with. Yeah. But Sly's basically he learned to knit. It didn't teach him to be a violent lunatic. He still comes yeah. out fucking guns blazing, but yeah. he can knit. Yep. Pretty um, much. I, that was another idea I did like though. The idea of having it the subliminal messaging. Subliminal messaging mm. about well, it set up the mystery. Yeah. Like it comes out and, as you said, Phoenix is, a, Phoenix is king shit at hacking the yeah. hacking the computers and doing all that sort of stuff. And Sly gets the knitting. Knitting, yeah. So it's pretty like it's pretty cut and dry, but it's it's not a bad way of setting yeah. up that mystery. Oh, somebody's somebody's set this up, and it gets into that pretty quickly. Yeah, and I, and I, and I like some of those. Again, another really good idea that they, they threw in. I say mystery, but it was never really it was a never really mystery, a mystery, but, you know. It's not a head scratcher by any stretch. No. A little bit of intrigue, maybe. Now, yeah. we talked about Tom Phoenix's fashion sense. Top when, once he finally gets his yeah, feet on the ground, he decides a beam and brace and an orange shirt <laughs> is, is, is the look of the future. No, never not okay, though. Yeah. Well, I think I t- told you he looked like fucking one of those dopey wrestlers, you know, the yeah, Axel Jig yeah. Duggan or fucking... Yeah, he actually looked like, a little bit like Coco Beware from that, didn't he? <laughs> I was thinking Punky Brewster. <laughs> Coco Beware actually did have the, the platinum blonde for a bit too, oh, and man. I believe he did wrestle in bib and brace. Oh, man. It's a, it's a, he looks like he should be in fucking New Kids on the Block or something like that. It's not pleasant. It's not a good look. In saying that, the first scene with the cops was pretty good when they're trying to get him away from that. Yeah. He's sitting there typing away there, you know. They're taking the instruction from that yeah. little computer. <laughs> Give him a verbal command. Yeah, he's just hoofing flags. Yeah, it starts kicking and stuff. It was kind of... Um, it was the start of, of where they, they found this uneven tone. Like, he starts throwing them on their bloody cars and kicking the shit out of them. But then they had this stupid music going along with it that yeah. kind of tried to make it comical. Yeah. When it could have been... Kind of just, well, that's, you know, a bit of a decent little sort of action set piece. Yeah. But, yeah, this music came along with it that made it kind of stupid. And, I don't know. It's a bit up and down, a bit uneven. The idea of the puppet master, even though it's supposed to be a mystery, and but it's not really, I did like the fact that he was released for a reason and there was the whole idea of why, who he was supposed to go after. Mm. But... It kind of feels unfinished. It was a little bit underdeveloped. Yeah, why they were going after the the whatever I can't even remember what they were calling Edgar the Friendly and his the scraps, the scraps. Or that's was. right. It, it sort of focused too much on Phoenix and Spartan and left that bit that was pretty crucial underdeveloped. Yeah, but you're right. I I did like the sort of setup of the whole thing that yeah that guy was pulling the strings to to do know. yeah get a, something done for his bidding by this lunatic and of course it backfires there was of course one giant flaw in his plan which was in the dislikes but yeah he does um, have one of the all time great bad guy names though Dr. Cocteau 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just counting this, isn't it? Right. Let's give him a doctor, two body parts. Cock, yeah. toe, yes. Yeah, no, it would have been... Doctor Cockhead was a little bit too... <laughs> too forward. And what happened was they were, they were wrestling with a name, they were doctor something, and then they were on set whilst alone. They were waiting. They were waiting. He's thinking he's... No, he's the daily. And he's the cryo scene. Like, what can you see? Cock, toes, cock, toe. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you guys thought they were doing that's his cock that's his toe no it's a cock <laughs> doctor cock toe uh, the first thing they said what can you see dickhead <laughs> uh, he's offside too though the, the fat eunuch dude yeah apparently he was did you guys know that he was a eunuch in that no apparently he's a eunuch because Dr. Cocteau had him fucking <laughs> Had him uh, circ- oh, not circumcised. Had, his cocktail had, had him castrated so that he didn't have any ambition. <laughs> I missed that. Where did you get that? I read, I read about that part. Apparently that's legit though. Like, yeah, really? Yeah, to stop him getting big, too big for his boots. <laughs> cut his butt off. And now you won't steal my job. Too big for his boots. That, how do you do that? Is that how you yeah. cut someone's ambition? So your ambition glands right under your ball bag. <laughs> I, I did not get any of that. I, I'm not saying it's in the movie. I'm saying I read it. And, I'm like, and I was like, holy shit. I just wanted to see if you guys got any of that. Yeah. 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 Well, it, if, if that was the case, if they didn't really point it out. I think Sly might have read it and just go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> he got his dick off. Get rid of it. <laughs> the future ideas we talked about. Hmm. The removal of all guns and violence, I thought was really cool because they'd basically frozen every prick who was a madman. Outlawing of sex due to STIs. Yeah, I'm not a fan and of that. And if you had an ambition to pick up a gun, you got your chocolate cut off. <laughs> Don't get any big ideas, mate. Or you'll lose your wang. Yeah. Um, just on a side note, funniest scene in the movie, Sylvester Stallone's facial expressions whilst he's allegedly... <laughs> Oh, with the virtual reality. Flash <laughs> 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 of boobs. He's like, ugh, ugh. He looks bloody. He constantly looks like... That was a bit me in that scene. I didn't that. It looked like it was the same face when he was getting punched in Rocky. <laughs> he was pulling the same faces. He's only got two faces. But can I just say my biggest like of that scene is when he's trying to tell her why that's not, you know, really doing it for him. And he refers to sex as the hunker chunker. <laughs> yeah. You know, the horizontal mumbo, the hunker chunker. What the fuck is the hunker chunker? No one has ever said that sentence before. I, do like, I, I did have to laugh when she goes, would you like to have sex with him? Okay, yeah. So would you like to have sex? And he goes, with you? Now? Here? Oh, yeah. So he's oh, getting all excited about Yeah, it. but he's got his silk vest on, though, so he's in good shape already. <laughs> the silk vest with the shoulder pads. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. He looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny, like, that's that's part of the uneven tone, too. Like, fucking ten minutes before that, he's distraught that his wife and child or whatever <laughs> He's like, you took me out of my old time, I had a wife and child, next thing you know, 
Want some sex? Yeah. No, fuck, no. I'll get my hand in. Fuck it. Yeah, but he does. He's, he's washed forward, mate. So he's, he's ready to start Definitely out. in a different post, Joe. <laughs> a little bit of a gravy. Yeah, yeah, no. But he's slice world. That's a day or two. Oh, shit. Um, in his head, he's just... Oh, I'm clear. Yeah, let's do it. Jared, you never know when you're going to get your next opportunity, mate. You've got to take him when you can. Jesus Christ. Um, Slide. Back to fashion. Yes. So, uh, Simon Phoenix, looking like... Tina Turner, Turner. <laughs> 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 Road Warrior, <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. I was expecting him to go with two men each and one man leave. He's just bloody ridiculous. When I first watched this, I remember him thinking having like this fucking cool armor. And then I watched it this time, I'm like, that's just a tire off a four wheel. <laughs> it's fucking bad. <laughs> Taking it out, master. Expected Angry Anderson to burst in at any moment. <laughs> Uh, I was also expecting him to... Uh, if Angry burst in, he'd come in with suddenly... Yeah, well, I was thinking Angry was going to burst into that stupid blue convertible that he sang at the oh, AFL the grand, grand final. Oh, man. Bound for glory. Bound for glory. Any other likes? Because I've got nothing. Jeez. Didn't take long. Jared? Um, well, it's a 50-50, mate. No. Fuck, yeah, you know, yeah, it is a 50-50. You know it's not really going to be high on the, on the likes meter. I had uh, one. It was kind of a dislike, but I laughed at it. It seemed like... Simon Phoenix was talking to himself quite a lot. Yeah, to give it exposition. He was just sitting there going, Ooh, I like this. <laughs> oh, look, it's another gun. Every, this gun. Every two seconds he was doing something like that. Eventually I was laughing at it, but yeah. it was it was freaking stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just had Dennis Leary too, but being Dennis Leary. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but he only really gets one. He's an annoying though. twat, but he's so good at being... <laughs> An annoying an twat. Angry little so, man. Yeah. Sardonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to walk naked and I want to smoke cigars. And like, none of that makes sense, Dennis. You just do you. Like, but he's yeah. Like, um, why would we want to live in a you know, <coughs> civilized society where you can sit there and carry on like a fucking dickhead? I mean, yeah. He's just talking about you know doing all his smoking cigars and all that sort of stuff. Speaking of Dennis Leary though, you got to see his. I think it was it funny or die. Funny or die. Funny or die. looks at his own IMDb page. Yeah, there was a two-section video of him <laughs> running through his yeah his, his entire career. IMDb list, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and he talks right, about Demolition Man. He used to run down on Demolition Man, but he just there's sequences where he's grabbing on. <laughs> there's one where he tries to make out like that wasn't me. So was the movie any good? Very funny. Check it out. But yeah, I don't think he was impressed with uh, Demolition Man. No, he cool. But yeah, definitely worth a look. To the dislikes. Yep. The action stuff is where this movie's actually let down for me. It it just doesn't it doesn't get the adrenaline pumping at all. They're just big, loud, silly sort of sequences, and fuck me drunk. If I have to see another fight where they throw quips at each other while they punch at each other's heads in, like they do at the museum, mm. I just wanted that scene to end and end quickly. It was yeah. just so fucking boring. Yeah. As they drop these ridiculous quips and he's swinging a TV at him and seeing him saying, now you're on TV, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Put me back in the fridge. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Oh, Stop poor. it. And then, then there's another sequence where they attack to get food. And he does the same sort of thing. He's cutting ropes down and, again, it's quips galore. And I'm just thinking, God, man, why wasn't someone looking at this and going, these are not good? Because that's mm. what sold back then, man. Yeah. That's what we thought was good. We probably thought this was the coolest shit ever. 
I did. This guy's fucking brilliant. Listen to his wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> but I thought when shit blew up, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then watching this again, I just thought, no. Nah. Well, while we're taking the piss out of the action scenes, can we talk about how completely inaccurate every single gun is in this movie? <laughs> yeah. No one gets shot. Yeah, nobody does. Including that fucking ray gun that just wipes There's out. bullets flying everywhere yeah, and no one gets tagged. too, the ray gun. Yeah. Just what happened to it? I can't. Had 700 shots. He definitely didn't use it. <laughs> no. I don't remember what Didn't get again. close to it. But seriously, like, there's that one scene when um when Sly and, and everyone's down, they're down in the, with the scraps and they're at that little market and they're sitting around the table with Dennis Leary and fucking Snipes pulls up the top and he's like, ha ha, two birds with one stone, I've got him now. And then instead of just going, take a shot, fucking pick him off, he goes, yeah. He just yells at him and then he just starts spraying <laughs> random bullets everywhere yeah. and then gets the shits because no one dies. It's so dumb. Probably because he couldn't pull his arms together probably due to his mammoth bloody... Oh. Because he, by that stage he was in the Tina Turner Yeah, he was in his, oh, in his rubber outfit. Yeah. But the, the exposition in this movie, especially at the start, yeah. Sandra Bullock does some of the most blatant just, yeah. I'm going to explain what's happening. Yeah. And, and, and it, it compounds on the same problem that you said about Snipes. Yeah. He's Snipes doing... is the thing about Snipes, though, is he's doing it while we're watching what he's telling us he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. This is no. me. <laughs> I'm going to get into this elevator while I'm getting in the elevator. Yeah. But um, the other thing about it is those future ideas, although good, they just kind of get jettisoned. Like, mm. they get forgotten to see something get fucking blown up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's... I, again, you're right. You're spot on about the 90s. In the 90s, we weren't interested in exploring that stuff. It wasn't going to get you anywhere. It wasn't going to get any bums on seats. You didn't explore it. What you did is you just blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't bother with that. Look at that scenery. Blow it up. Hey, hey, should we explore it? No, set it on fire. Yeah, It'll work set better. that on fire. Don't worry about it. And it was kind of like... They'd forgotten what what had made some of the great action films of the 80s was the fact that they explored some of those ideas, but in the 90s it was about spectacle. Yeah. And this is a classic sort of spectacle movie. That's what it does the whole time, is it tries to show you all this fancy futuristic-looking shit, like the cars and the supposedly awesome gear <laughs> that they're wearing. Sandra well, Bullock's was... fucking gem dress, whatever that thing yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Apparently the scenes all came undone on that. It was super that. heavy. Yeah, it was like it was 40 really pounds. Heavy. But apparently one scene, she's got to hold her hands to her side yeah, yeah, the scenes came undone and the dress is just falling off. <laughs> bit nervous. Can I just say the... Uh... <laughs> My first dislike came when we landed in 1996 mm. and... What do we say? This was made in 1993. Yeah. In three years, they seemed to think that LA was going to turn into fucking escape from LA because it yeah. looked ridiculous. Yeah. It already everything looked was on stupid. Fire. Yeah, everything's on fire. The way that, as you said, the way that they were dressed, although I can't remember, maybe that was just smack bang out of the 90s. <laughs> That's actually pretty, pretty <laughs> that was, close. Uh, but. but yeah, like it just, it started off like 1996 just looked Look like, like 2036 hell. was gonna look like. Yeah, what, yeah, what is it about post uh, post apocalyptic worlds though, where there's always 44 gallon drums on fire? On fire, yeah. exactly. I, well, when's the last time you saw a 44 gallon drum just? Well, the only time the I want to see a drum on fire is if Rocky's mates are singing around it. That's the only time. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no, mate, because they're good for heat and also uh, blowing up. These are, not, shot. these are not warming people's cockles of their they hearts are. as they sit around singing. They are They're just warming randomly the strewn around the fucking scenery. Been blown out by some kind oh. of explosive tipped bullet. 
It's either that or a car's on fire. Oh, car, yeah, that's yeah, right. Definitely. Burned out cars were everywhere. I, I really did not like the idea where he says, I was awake whilst in cryosleep. Mm. Yeah. I just thought, what the fuck has that got to do with anything? The guy would be crazy. Yeah, you'd but be But secondly, you'd be, yeah. you did not... Go near it after you mentioned it. You mentioned it, you never yeah, said anything yeah. more about it. It was there. It was nothing. There was nothing there. All that was there for was to basically try and paint Cocteau, our, our, our mate Cocteau, <laughs> as not as good as their painting yeah, out there. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the first little straw that says maybe this isn't as fucking humane and as good as we think it is. But also, yeah. I think it was also to touch on the fact that he had a wife because that's the first yeah. time he mentioned his wife punching the, you know, banging on the, the block of ice. But it was just stupid. Like, to me... It was a nothing. It was a nothing thing. It didn't matter. You, 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 let's say you took that line out. It didn't matter. It wouldn't have hurt the fact that cocktail was a, a mongrel. No, we would have figured that out. Yeah. So I just don't know why it was there because I thought I found it really sort of. As soon as I heard it, I was just like, Ugh. it's classic spoon feeding though. Yeah. It's assuming your audience is completely fucking stupid, which most of them would have been watching this movie. My biggest problem in this whole film is that the actual romantic element between Spartan and Huxley. Is there one? There is, because they make out at the end, so I'm assuming that the, the idea was that was, she was supposed to be. Yeah. But I reckon it would have been better as mentor-mentee, because when yeah. she looked up to him, it would have been better if to you be just, a romance. It would have been better if you just high-fived her, because yeah. they weren't touching or yeah. anything like that. It's just like, yeah. Like, like, a father fi- like a father figure type of thing. Yeah. Well, um, the cringy thing is that apparently Sandra Bullock thought of him as her big brother on set. So, there you go. And then they got to make out. Until those Mm. slugs he calls lips. (laughs) (laughs) She looked over and he was like... Guys, guys, guys. Wait for it, wait for it. I'm going to kiss you now. (laughs) I didn't ask you to, Rocky. You're in my space. You're in my space. (laughs) She's flying a rope with you. Um, uh, You know what, like... I just felt that was not necessary, and yeah. maybe that was tacked on because throughout the rest of the movie, it felt like a father figure type of relationship. Most of the time, he was taking the piss out of her. Yeah, and then it kind of feels a little tacked on at the end that they they kiss, like it's yeah. kind of well. He's got to get the girl, or he's not an action hero, is he? It, but also it, cheapens, to... yeah, it cheapens it a little bit because, yeah, as Gibbo said, it was the 90s, and we had to be reminded that any woman in Stallone's presence would just <laughs> swoon and go weak at the knees. Meanwhile, Benjamin um, Bratt was a mate, way more obvious choice as like the love yeah, interest yeah. thing. That would have been way more... Like, it would have made way more sense. These yeah. movies definitely don't pass the fucking the Bechdel test. We'll, we'll put it that way. No, but there's no logic bombs. No. no. It's... it's uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think it was just a sort of unnecessary side plot, basically, yeah. that, that went nowhere. All we got out of it was a funny line about Hunker Chunker for mine. Fucking Hunker Chunker. The Hunker Chunker is not changing my mind. If you're calling it the Hunker Chunker, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll still no, be yes. <laughs> right. I'm in VR. You yes. know what? You know what's like? You were this close. <laughs> and you said it was the Hunker You had chunker. me right up to Hunker Chunker. And I, I backed right away from that. I did like in that bit, though, where he's like, I'm going to do... And then he you know, goes in for the real thing and she shuts him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd think he'd be like, oh, you want you to get hold of my manhood? And, like, yeah, be <laughs> and she shuts him down anyway, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Once the movie actually gets to the cryo prison for the final showdown, mm. even though I did kind of like that the final ending where he gets frozen and he kicks his head off, 
There's this ridiculous scene where he gets picked up a lot by a claw, <laughs> claw. like one of those fucking... Yeah. And it goes for about two minutes stuff. where he's going... <laughs> yeah, and he's going... <laughs> the whole time just like trying to open the claws, but just flexing. Going, this is so stupid. And I couldn't tell if Snipes was actually meaning to miss him or not because he was like firing the gun but not hitting him. And I thought, like, he's doing it on purpose to toy with him. But then he looked like he was getting frustrated that he wasn't and here. And the gun stopped Yeah, working. like, just ridiculous. Yeah, it's a real... That was a real fuck-up at the end because it kind of... It kind of drags the the, the final battle, which is supposed to be a big, you know, punch-up, mm. drags it to a halt. Then they finally get into a stink, and it's a real letdown. Like, yeah. They really don't tag each him. other. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just kind of like... It was like they wasted time on, yeah. the, on the skill tester <clears throat> thing. And then... Yeah, well, the skill tester the has fight. another big issue too because he fucking rips a hose off, which theoretically would be hydraulic oil, yeah. not fucking, not fucking uh, not liquid nitrogen. nitrogen. So he rips off the whole hydraulic thing, which stops that thing working. Then he freezes that arm and snaps it, even though it's fucking steel. I don't think that's going to work out so well. Yeah. But hydraulic oil isn't a fucking refrigerant. So that would <laughs> never, ever, ever make sense. No one with a brain would go along with but that. But it was the future. There was nothing it about was 20, that. 2032. There was nothing about that. <laughs> that needed that little claw to have refrigerant in it. Yeah. It but the whole, there part. was no reason to have that claw. None. Except for him to grab onto it to kick him in the head. We yeah. didn't need to have a scene of... Like, it's almost... That whole bit seems like, look, this is here. This is how we're going to... Like, it's almost like pointing out... Yeah, they work backwards. ...how we're going to do it. And we didn't need to because we'd seen all that shit when they pulled the fucking the ice up. blocks yeah. out. Mm. It's it it's really it kind of feels again real lazy. It's just pandering to the dumb audience. Like I said, they're just not or giving any credit. It's either lazy or it's the classic example of too many writers coming in at different times to do little body and fender work, and nobody's talking. Nobody's talking. It's just a big mush of stuff yeah. that they've managed to get together. They've all got these cool ideas. They all get one idea in, and none of them fucking yeah, mesh. None of them mesh up. So. To me, it was probably the least enjoyable part. Enjoyable part of the film is the finale, which is never good in an action film. No, that's the bit you should be looking it's forward to. Supposed to be the bit, you know, even something like Con Air, which I found, you know, ridiculous. That last mm. scene in Vegas is just—it brings the house down because they just wreck everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Absolutely. even though it's tacked on as well, like the subway scene in Speed. Yeah, this could have done with this tack on. It could have. <laughs> Wesley Snipes other- has got a twin. There's another bad that guy. Would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, any Double other impact. Dislike? Any other? Fuck! I've got about you six got about or seven. Five, or six or yeah. Beauty, go. Um, first, Wesley Snipes. I said at parts he was quite good. There was there was a couple of scenes where I thought, yeah, he he's kind of menacing there. Then they undid all of it by him talking to himself. But the worst part was he was. It was like he was aping the Joker from the fucking '66 Batman TV show. You're cackling like, away. Yeah, cackling away. Like, it was just... Uh, it did my head in mm. every time he started giggling or something like that. Secondly, why are we freezing the crooks? Why is it a good idea to... just to... delay their fucking... Like... Yeah. yeah. Why don't we just kill them? Yes. Or, yeah. Um, like, I don't understand... I understand freezing somebody like Spartan who did a lot of good but made a mistake. But... I don't understand freezing Phoenix, who seems to be the worst man on the planet. 
Like, if you see that rap sheet that pops up for a yeah. second, everything is on there. Anyway, maybe it was just in case. <laughs> just in case, you know, at some point in time, this stuff becomes, you know, normal. And not only are you freezing them, you're freezing them at the peak of their powers. Yeah, like where they come out the same. Out, yeah. yeah, so in the future, we'll unfreeze this, you know, 35-year-old super criminal <laughs> and just hope that he's all right. Like, <laughs> even though we've freezed everything about him in the They're same show. show and puppy videos, Jared. Oh, he'll be, fuck. He'll be I think that's what it was, the yeah. rehabilitation. The re- but, but as Gibbo said, nobody changed. No, no. They just even Sly, they brought you back the, the same, but with Sly, a, some sort of skill on top. Sly... Needed a sweater. Yeah, but it didn't tone him down at all. No, he was still, still an angry man. He an angry little man. Um, there was that. There was Dennis Leary and his crew from Underground. Every time that little thing popped up, all I could think about was the gopher from Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I think at this point in time, we might have something a little more sophisticated than a big fucking tube that yeah. just pops out of the ground in the middle of um, in wherever. The, yeah, obvious lawn. Quite obvious. So stupid. The murder, death, kill stuff was a bit, bit naff. Yeah, can we just leave it at murder, guys? Yeah. Murder, death, kill. Yeah. Um, You're giving me the joy, joy feelings, though, Jared. Yes. Right. Yeah, that too was a bit naff. Um, bit of casual racism for a laugh from Wesley Snipes. Always, always yeah, good for a chuckle. Yeah, walking yeah, through the museum. Thank you. Ching, chong, ching. Thank oh, you, Wesley. Hilarious. I was slapping the knee. Yeah, I loved it. Um, Jared, enhance your calm. <laughs> on top of that, if that wasn't funny enough, we get a Jeffrey Dahmer gag. Yeah. Oh, that's on, right. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've ever seen a I more. I believe that's actually uh, wrong, too, in terms of dates. Oh, it fucked them completely yeah. because they did this in 93. Supposed to be set in '96, but he was murdered in prison in '94. Yeah, yeah. So I he, think well, he didn't actually. Exist. He wasn't around. It was really out of place. Like I know he's supposed to be the super crim, but this type of movie is cheese and um, yeah, Jeffrey's humor. A bit serious. And, yeah, getting a gag, trying to get a gag out of that, just poor taste. Yeah. Really poor taste. The, I think my biggest dislike though was, although I said I liked the setup of the film, the message seems to be that. Being civil and non-violent is boring, and Sly's here to punch the shit out of that yeah, and yeah. save us all. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's gonna blow it up. What? It was the nineties. It was the nineties action film motto, basically, mm. which was, "Who'd want to be safe? Yeah, don't be safe. <laughs> don't be a cop who bloody Safe's does boring. the right thing." It was the uh, yeah. It was kind of like the the cop playing by his own rules, taken to the extreme, extreme to the yeah. point where it's like. Yeah, I mean, this so. was this was made in the in the meat of the ninety, oh, the early nineties when it was really happening. Though, yeah, yeah, those sort of films were happening, and and it's funny to look at the progression because I look at something like Action Jackson, and I people would uh, you know would think that there's no connection between Action Jackson and this, but there actually is. If you look closely at Action Jackson, its messages are somewhat similar. It's got the cop who not only plays by his own rules, but his brand of smashing people's heads in and everything <laughs> like that is also considered all right. Yeah, ripping arms off. And, and what, what I mean is that those movies got further and further away from doing the right thing. Mm. It was more, no, no, no. You're a cool guy, so you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Just, and I think that that... As long as you blow it up and walk away from it yeah. with your sunnies on and yeah, things yeah, Middle-aged right. white man, you're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My one final dislike. What the fuck was Sting doing on the credits there? 
I, st- I don't think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm assuming him and Stallone met at a party. No, no what happens is he keeps he's, he keeps getting checks in the mail. It's <laughs> this bloody demolition man. Uh, yeah, I think he had a song on a soundtrack. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't sign yeah, off. I remember that. Listen, yeah, um, be quiet, mate. It's a money maker. Yeah, look, it was around the time you were hanging around with Bono on the Zorro uh, tour. On that period. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know what it was. Well, I heard it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I thought, that's it's, it sounds a little bit like Sting. So yeah. I checked the credits. Lo and behold, Sting, Devilish yeah. Man. I can only assume that, yeah, him and Sly met at a party in the Hollywood Hills and... Sly arm wrestled him for it. Tiny British twat. We really won't yeah. really put you on the soundtrack. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did some things, um, enjoyed a few beverages and some other sort of party favours together. Later in the evening, shirts off, arm wrestle. Next morning, Sting wakes up uh, and his wife's going... <laughs> Have you seen this? What did you, what did you sign? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, on that same morning, oh fuck, I'm going to wander into the studio and pop something out. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever got anything in the vault or anything? Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah, look, David Bowie can't remember the 1980s. So oh, look, he may not remember look, the 1980s. I've got some shit from my industrial phase. <laughs> um, how about I just murmur Demolition Man over the top of it? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Well, that's pretty much all it was. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, that's your cupboard. <laughs> yeah, that's me, done. I've got all the You your Well, the three seashells. Oh. Oh, yes. I, Important. I, I read the explanation. Is it the one I read? Because yeah. it's fucking a bad idea. It's like tongs. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, to, two to fucking grab hold and pull things out. Pull out the waist. Poop dogs. <laughs> And then the last one is to fucking scrape it off. Yeah, let me just... Well, I'm going to ask a question, okay? Are they recyclable? I am asking a question of the group. You're here. asking a question. I'm going to ask a question. But I had a bad food poisoning once. And I can tell you right now, mate, a fucking couple of seashells was not going to cut it. Yeah, no. you needed I needed a fucking bowl. I always, assumed, I always assumed that the seashells was like, you know, they were buttons for like a bidet sort of yeah. setup. Not that you had to pick two of them up and pull the turds out of your asshole. And what if it's not solid? <laughs> the only thing you would have been using the, the seashells for was to aim at someone. <laughs> Apparently, the whole way it came around, the guy that was doing the writing was running out of ideas for what a future toilet would work like. Called his mate up, and his mate was on the shitter and said, There's a bag of decorative seashells on the ground in the toilet I'm in. And he goes, Cool, I'll work with it. I'll work with it. That's oh, it. Shit. I'm not working with it. If I walk into a, a toilet and find three seashells, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to the toilet. No. Whip your undies off, mate. <laughs> Don't flush. I'll, I'll put it in the sink. I'll put it in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> There's water there. That's where it's going. <laughs> I'm with Sly, though. I don't care what sort of future we're living in. We need poo tickets. Yeah. Not... <laughs> need toilet paper. Uh, look, that was... Look, that, that I know that had been on my mind for 20 years. <laughs> there you go. I finally got an answer, and I'm not happy with it. It's not good. <laughs> it's just coloured the rest of the movie for you. Okay. So no one else has got any more dislikes or likes? 
No one wants to explain any other disgusting things that were in the future. Did um did anyone see Arnie's cameo? No. Apparently there's an Arnie cameo. In there. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I missed he it. Did he go? <laughs> yeah. He I missed it because A he wasn't yelling and B he wasn't kicking the ball. So Apparently he's in there as a cameo. He's just playing like a muscle bound thug somewhere. Right. Wow. He did it as a favour for a sly and didn't get paid for it. Wow. Mm. Worth a look. Yeah, Wouldn't have been Bruce good. Willis. That I mean, trick was three million a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting out of bed for less than five. He wants a million a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what though? Yeah, I couldn't see Arnie in a cameo role, but I could see Stallone's <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Stallone's balls. <laughs> There's a lot of balls. I'm looking at Arnie Schwarzenegger in a cameo. No. Oh, God. Uh, and I think that was pretty much sums up Demolition Man for us. Yeah. Now, we previously did, we've done this in previous podcasts, but you've obviously heard us ragging on um, um, Wesley Snipes' fashion sense throughout the, or admiring the discussion. Or it. So we're actually got we've done mustaches and we've done hair mullets. We've done hair and bows. So we're gonna come back with the Oscars for the worst action movie fashion. Okay, the award for worst action movie fashions. <laughs> okay, the con- now there's an honourable mention and there's five contenders. Well, the honourable mention's the early front runner, I'm saying. <laughs> the honourable mention. Now, all these pictures will go on Facebook once we release and this episode. And you have to see this one. Look at. The honourable mention is um, Oscar winner and previous James Bond. Sean Connery in a film from the seventies called Zar Zardoz. Zardoz, I think it is. <laughs> you have to see this picture. <laughs> I can't, it's difficult to explain. But he's basically wearing a nappy, <laughs> a, a red like, nappy yeah. with it looks red like he's, shoulder um, straps. He's taken the skin off a hot dog and fashioned it into a <laughs> a, a loincloth. A loincloth. <laughs> to go along with that, he's got. A pair of thigh, thigh high <laughs> red boots, red boots, and and a braided ponytail on one shoulder, <laughs> and a but, small revolver. <laughs> but the great thing about this is he's kept the super mustache and a small sprinkling of hamburger meat. <laughs> he looks. <laughs> Seriously, time. just fucking ridiculous. It looks to me like a he's in a planet covered with sand too. <laughs> so completely practical. Yeah. He's strutting around in there. There's no way he's getting chafed with that outfit on. <laughs> Armpit chafe, butthole chafe, groin <laughs> chafe, <laughs> nipple the sad chafe. Thing is, the sad thing though is that'd probably fly down at Bondi these days. <laughs> get down there and you'd be <laughs> Oh yeah, the old bloke's fucking banana something. hammock. Well, you go for a swim in a you're fucking bungee smuggler. You come out with more sand. You got enough sand castle. I guarantee you. Z- sand in your nutsack. What was his sand name? Castle. Fucking Zardoz. Zardoz. I, think I, I guarantee if you go swimming in the ocean in that, there's no fucking shark in the world that'll bite you. <laughs> they'd just be creeped out and they'd swim away. Even they'd be going, what the hell's he? Yeah. <laughs> 
So to our two listeners, go and fucking Google yeah, a picture yeah, of yeah. Sean Connery in his Zardoz outfit. You won't have to. It'll be on Facebook it'll immediately on our page. Straight to our page. You have to have a look at it. He's considered an honourable mention here, but he's immediately coming to... <laughs> he's coming to contention. <laughs> early frontrunner. I don't the see him being... he's an honourable mention is because this wasn't really an action movie. It was a sci-fi drama. He's holding a gun, mate. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah. look, I'm willing to stress the rules. <laughs> yeah, I've stressed the rules a little bit, but there's really one question that needs to be asked. What was he on? <laughs> I want to know um, if that's his real hair. <laughs> Did he grow that ponytail for this great role? I don't think so. I mean, he'd been bald since birth. He was party. <laughs> I think he was at the same party with Sting. He arm wrestled him for it. You lose his arm wrestling, you got to wear a wet red mankini. There was someone there, you know, like a, a producer from the 70s, who said, I remember this. This happened back when we were making Zarbon. Back in the 70s. Okay, let's get to the, the legit nominee. Okay. Now we've probably spoken about a few. Is everyone going for second? Yeah. We've spoken about a few. Brian Bosworth, Stone Cold. This, the picture I have found, uh, probably isn't the best one for him, which was him and his crackers, (laughs) some sort of cut off crop top, (laughs) and a long earring, and a bandana, I think. Yeah. And those massive sandals. That's the full ensemble. (laughs) Didn't we? um, we speculated that his crackers were on backwards because it looked like he had a fair case of hungry bum gum. <laughs> That's not a G-banger, Brian. <laughs> hungry bum at one end and floors on the other. <laughs> He's popping two jazz. <laughs> this one, the reason why I'm taking this one is this is more pensive. It's, it's very thoughtful. It's got the thoughtful motorcycle look. Yeah, that's reflective. Which is black jeans. Yeah. Bandana around the knee. Does anyone... <laughs> it looks like something out of a Poison film clip. <laughs> anyone prepared to comment on why the bandana is around the knee? He might have patella tendonitis. <laughs> he actually... He looks like... And I know you blokes aren't wrestling fans, but you may remember a couple of characters called the Nasty Boys. I no. Knobs and Sags. <laughs> Uh, One of them had the same haircut. One of them had the same haircut. Blonde. It kind of looks like that. Dear Lord, it's not a good look. (laughs) Look, I'd put him as a rank outsider, though. He's no chance. I probably should have got his hungry ass (laughs) because I think that would have probably worked him more. Even then, he's still not competing with fucking Sean. (laughs) Nobody is, mate. Hulk well, a little bit of competition coming up here. Oh, yeah, here's some competition because this he's been, playing in a similar sandpit. He's yeah. been doing it for 25 years. Yeah, and the variety of the, <laughs> of the outfits. Exactly. Take your pick. So we're Hulk with, Hogan in yeah. Thunder and Paradise. Now, I, I, the photo, I, I struggled to get a, a, a real coverage of what he put on in Thunder and Paradise because of a few different... Well, the good news is that means people have to go and watch the movies now exactly, because exactly. it's just worth it. <laughs> Basically, the picture we've got here is Hulkster with his missus in the movie who, as you pointed out, Gibbo, looks uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. He's embraced. She's worried about to get the fake tanner stuck to just one side <laughs> of her face. <laughs> but the Hulkster's currently wearing in this photo... I guess you call it Hawaiian, <laughs> Hawaiian budgie smuggler. And a blue do rag. It's a Hawaiian, Hawaiian budgie. It looks like, um, yeah, the budgies have been provided by Crayola. <laughs> Ken Doan. Ken Doan recently put together a line. Yeah, the Ken Doan crackers collection. <laughs> <laughs> but. 
That's his most tame outfit. Well, it's not his best. It is. But there's something about the holster that draws you to this one. So I'm thinking he's at his odds of coming. He's a chance. Prior to the, the race being But you've run. got to take his whole portfolio into account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can't go off these there's pictures. A bo- there's a body of work there. <laughs> there really is. He's really invested time into having the shittest fucking outfit of all the time. Remember the white fucking pants he was... Oh, everything. He's with the boat with the um, oh. Kendone boat. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. They cut off the no sleeves. Yeah, yeah, that's he right. He had like the, the tuxedo shirt with no sleeves. Well, you've got to let everyone know that you've got a muscle. Exactly. Yeah. You've got to let them see the pythons. Now, Wesley Snipes, Demolition Man. Now, the photo I've taken here is him looking a little bit more like Tina Turner. Yeah. <laughs> but his body of work in that film puts him in a good position. Ticks impressive. a few boxes. Yeah, yes. it's very impressive because he, he goes from, you know, some colour coordination in the um, in the pants <laughs> to a leather jacket, from a leather jacket to a bib embrace. Look, he's a man, in, uh, he's a man for all seasons. <laughs> I don't know what's He's got jackets, he's what's got the sort of, this? when it's summertime, you just want, you know, you want to be a bit free, bib yeah, embrace. What season's this? Um, it looks like the Cosby kids <laughs> fucking down <Dennis> Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Bib and Brace thing made me think of. I was like, that's like one of Cosby kids, but Dennis Rodman fucked him. <laughs> Apparently that's where Dennis Rodman started dyeing his hair from, was from Wesley Snipes yeah, in that movie. Yeah, Wesley, yeah. Thank you, Wesley. Thank you, Wesley. Appreciate it. Rodman was always known for his good fashion, too. Yeah, yeah. he was a little... He looked good in a wedding dress. He's a sharp mm. dress, man. Our, our fourth nominee... I, don't, I didn't know the actor's name, so I, I just had to go with Humongous. <laughs> <laughs> From Mad Max 2. Now, yep. he kind of looks like Jason Voorhees moonlights as a gimp. <laughs> based, on, based on this little number of uh, leather undies and some kind of... It's a gimp outfit. A little bit of Hulk Hogan there too, because you've got to show off a bit of body yeah. while you're doing What is... I do like is the fact that he's bedazzled his <laughs> I he did too. It, I did it uh, before he put him on. You'll be bedazzling while you're sort of pressing yeah. studs against your studs. Yeah, yeah look. Um, damage to the plug. He's, he's in a reasonable spot, but, yeah, it's just... It he's with Bosworth. He, yeah, he's in the Bosworth territory. And yet he's not as... Um, Probably as pensive as Bosworth is in his look. So, I'm sure under the mask there's a pensive yeah. gaze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, off, off. Occasionally <laughs> he'll go like that. But on the it's, fist, it's like... elbow on the knee, chin on fist. Yeah, the thinking man, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Now our final contestant. We've uh, another nominated. podcast favourite. Yeah, he's a favourite. He's been mentioned several times. Vernon. <laughs> as Bennett. From Commando. Now, I think the biggest issue with him, and we've pointed it out, is he looks like he came fresh out of an eating contest. He's, yeah. not a, he's not really a villain with any sort of... He's made out of bread dough. Yeah, he's not a he's not a strong villain. Yeah. He no. kind of looks like Freddie Mercury if he <laughs> put on a lot if of If there weight. was eight Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Freddie Mercury ate Freddie Mercury... I mean, look, is that chain mail? Yes. <laughs> I think so. That's tough. <laughs> it's a chain mail tank top. And he seems to have an oozy. He's got some knuckle dusters at the front. Yeah, strapped to him like a utility belt because he thinks he's fat Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, if I'm putting him up against Arnie, it's really a no contest. (laughs) I don't think so. The good news is, though, Vernon went on to bigger and better things with his career. Did he? No. 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 
can't imagine why. Back in Australia, wasn't he? He was back in Australia. Look, he's coming for us. So they're our nominees. There's another now, one on the list. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's coming. Fuck you, Vernon. They're our nominees plus an honourable mention. We've opened the, the we've opened the door to the honourable mention. The honourable mention. The, it's a landslide. <laughs> we've allowed the honourable mention into the running. Here. Yes. Mate, I, he th- was, I think we have to. And he's one going away. There's <laughs> <laughs> no contest. He's fucking pulled in 90% of the vote. Thunder in Paradise is easily second, and he's a distant second oh, to distant. that fucking one-off, <laughs> just abomination of an outfit. I can't Sean wait till everyone... Connery, give yourself an update. I want to see some of the comments on Facebook. You have this fucking taken picture. the prize as the worst action movie. Get up. I'm gonna, tw- I'm gonna tweet that to him. Tweet that picture. Sean, any regrets? Uh, <laughs> tweet it. And just say, what the fuck were you thinking? Was this a night out with Stig and the boys? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery. He has won the the award. Worst action movie. Joe, sad news, guys. I guarantee he had more sex. With, uh, yeah, sex with more women, <laughs> more, sex with more women on that day that he wore that outfit than you and all, all three of us have had in our whole lives put together. Oh, mate, more than I've had hot dinners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, every bike in this in this thing would have probably got except for Vernon. Vernon, oh, yeah. they even... Vernon probably not had sex with a woman ever. <laughs> That's a bit hard. Uh, look at his head. But there you go. There's our victor, Mr. Sean Connery, Zardoz, I think early 70s. Zardoz. Who would have thought that dressing up like some sort of fetish baby? (laughs) (laughs) Statues in the mail too, Sean. (laughs) You're fucking welcome. Who would have thought 40 years later you'd get a statuette for that? (laughs) All right, well, Zardoz. If you want to get in contact with us. Good luck. Send us an email at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, or on Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Next episode, back to horror. We're going with a zombie slash apocalyptic. Sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that. The 2002 film, 28 Days Later. Until then, though, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.